really excited to be here with you guys. You know, I hope you guys are along for the ride. It's going to be a fun journey, and I'm going to introduce you to a lot of cool people, a lot of great, great basketball minds, and give you a couple insights of my own. Um, my first guest, great friend of mine, Mr. John Hera. Who's that person that had the biggest impact on you as a basketball player? Man, this is this is such a tough one because, as you know, through your career, there's so many people. Like, there's so many people. I'm interested in your your answer to this. Come on, let's try. That was my next point. The reason I asked you that question, John, is because you are the person, the single person that has had wow. the biggest impact on me as a person, as a basketball player, as a professional. Um, your work ethic and how you carried yourself to the public and who you were did a lot for me. That's one of the main reasons that you're the first guest on the show because without John Hara, there is no Miles Dredd. There is no Miles Dredd winning Mr. Penn State. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you there's no NCAA tournament run without John Hara. Like you, you are my heart, bro. <laughs> you are one of the greatest people I've ever met. And I wanted to appreciate you and let you know, Man. let the world know how much I appreciate you. So thank you. It's gone. Miles Dredd becomes the 38th player in the history of Nikolai basketball to go over 1,000 career points. What's up, everybody? It's Miles Dredd, host of the Heat Check, presented by State Media. Super excited to have you guys on the show. We're going to have weekly episodes with former Penn State basketball players, and other hoopers across the Big Ten. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We really appreciate you guys' support. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the first episode of Heat Check with Miles Dredd. Uh, I'm really excited to be here with you guys. You know, I hope you guys are along for the ride. It's going to be a fun journey, and I'm going to introduce you to a lot of cool people a lot of great, great basketball minds and give you a couple insights of my own. Um, my first guest, great friend of mine, 2022 Mr. Penn State, I mean, Mr. Mr. Penn State Award winner. Uh, one of the greatest leaders I've ever played with, been a part of some amazing teams with this man. He's currently playing professional basketball in Japan, Mr. John Hera. Thank you for joining us, John. What's up, brother? How you doing? It's bro. It's an honor. Let me say, it's an honor. We got two Mister Penn States right now. <laughs> Come on, man. What what a, what a blessing! I, I, when I saw you got that last year, right? Yeah. Man, I was sure. like, this is fitting. This is fitting. Miles <laughs> Dread, Mister Penn State. I was loving it. Nah, man, thanks for having me on. I'm pumped you're doing a podcast, man. This is this is what Miles is, you know, this is what you're made for, bro. You're, you're great. Yeah, you're great in front of the camera. So I'm excited to see where this goes off, and, and I'm honored to be the, be the first. You are the first. So that, let's, let's dive right in. Um, let's do it. What, what does Penn State mean to you academically, <laughs> athletically? Culturally, everything. What does Penn State University mean to John Hera? Yeah, I'm a Penn State head, man. Listen to this, Miles. I'm playing in Shizuoka, Japan. You no, know, you never heard of this place. I, I look to my right, 
right before pregame, like an hour before it starts, and I just see a dude with a Penn State sweatshirt on. And I'm like, no way. Like, what is happening? I didn't know if he was wearing it. I didn't know what. But I'm pointing to him, and I'm like, Penn State, we are. And he didn't fully get it because it was more of just, like, wearing a college sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. But, it, again, once again, it just shows you, like, once I see that, that navy, the, the blue and white, I just started, like, going crazy. I was like, let's go. We are <laughs> screaming at this guy. Man, that means everything. Like, just how it happened for me. Like you, you recruited me to Penn State, which is which is a whole other thing. But how it happened for me, like I got lucky, and then, man, Penn State definitely means to me now that I'm like you know, overseas or removed from being a student athlete there. Just the community, man. Like ninety percent of the people I talk to back home are, are, you know, my connections I got from being at Penn State, my friendships I got. So. Definitely the word for me is community. Okay. Okay. So, you and I, John, have dealt with more adversity in a college basketball space (laughs) than anybody I've ever, that I can vividly remember, you know, different coaches, administration, you know, transfer port, all that, all that stuff, right? COVID. How has how would you how would you describe to everyone your journey, and how would you sum up that journey in your college playing career? Yeah, you know, going there under Chambers was like there was some momentum there. What I saw because we they got the Roman Catholic kids. You know, you get Lamar, you get Tone, you get Chubb, you get Josh, like you get these big time dudes. So. Man, my freshman year, we won the NIT. We could have, could have, would have been a tournament team. And then we just had momentum. And then, you know, the next year, it was, it was up and down, man. Losing 10 in a row in the Big Ten is not fun. So that's some adversity right there. Those practices, Miles, those, those, man, those were some of the hardest practices I've been a part of. (laughs) Just transition drill, bro. (laughs) To this day, I still call those the dog days, bro. The to this day, that was the hardest month and a half of my life. Yeah, that, that stretch was tough. Just getting up every day. I mean, yeah. zero and ten. Like, think about that, John. Like, zero and ten in the first ten games of the Big Ten. I'm a freshman, and I'm like, dude, this is this is this what I have to get used to? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not okay with this, right? Yeah, no, nah. no, nah, it was tough, man, and then. We we did end that season well, just because when you practice like that, you know you're gonna play hard, and when you play hard, you give yourself a chance to win. And the next year, man, just we were unstoppable. So the highs and the lows, the roller coaster of, of Penn State basketball, like we were at the top. And then you know, COVID happened. Everything everything happens for a reason, you know. Or that that was a poor reason but it happened to everyone this is what it is and then man like we get you know a new coach or we have Ferry step in everyone's like man why is Chambers like we're like all like Chambers you know me I was I was in a whole different planet no question um for the people who don't know John is the most mild mannered calm dude right (laughs) 
you know, on any uh, any given circumstance, until he steps into those lines, he he brings a different level of intensity. But for that <laughs> month and a half before the season started, when Coach Sanders, you know, was asked to leave, like that, like John was a different human being. Like I don't know who that person was. <laughs> I was John Cena. I was no longer. <laughs> I was John Cena up in that <laughs> up in that BJC. They brought WWE Entertainment there. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, Usually, man. I'm not afraid to bump with the big guys, but I left John alone for a little bit after that. One. I'm not gonna lie. I oh, did. That was crazy. Yeah, and then man, you know, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, done now like that adversity brought us closer together. Like now, all those people that we we went through, you know, man, we're yeah. best friends with those dudes. Like all those up and downs, sticking together, family, that stuff. So, and then man, then we get a new head coach after Ferry got Shrews. That was the start of a of a era for Penn State basketball. Now we're with Rhodes, baby, and all roads lead to Penn State. <laughs> So we're good. We got to find a, a tweet yeah, for him. We got to figure do, something out. We do. This is taking man, too long. I've been, been following them, bro, and I like, I, man, they, they cause havoc. Like, they do. I watched the game that you, you announced on Wisconsin. They just, man, they made Wisconsin not play Wisconsin basketball, and that's a hard thing to do. You know? That's a Especially hard thing to do. Wisconsin team. They're not young. Yeah. They got some sure. Chucky, yeah. So, nah, I'm I'm happy to see. I'm happy to watch. Proud, like when they win, I'm like a proud, like you know, let's go. Big fan now. But I mean, you were you were right there with me, man. Like those experiences, they they carry you. They carry you a long way through life too. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at anything that happened now. Looking back on it, good. I like that. Especially because a guy like you, who you and I were very similar in the level of loyalty and commitment we had to the university and the state college community. But there was a, there was an instance, John. Not a lot of <laughs> there was an instance where you hopped in that portal, that whirlwind. It wasn't the same portal that it is today. By any stretch. Mm, right. The transfer portal is a wild, ever-evolving place, right? For that short time period that you were in the portal, did you get the love and appreciation from schools that you expected? Did you did you get some calls from some places that you were like, really? Me? Yeah. Right? Did, what what was your experience sure. like in the portal? Though short-lived. Yeah, for sure. I would. I mean, you lived with me during that time, so man, that was that was a fun, that was a funny time. <laughs> this is this is how I would describe it to someone. Right? I, I like we were all chamber chamber guys, you know that group. We were all chambers guys, but chambers like he really made us like love Penn State. So in in turn of being a chambers guy you become a Penn State guy. And, like, all of us were, like, you know, we, we huddled up, and it was, like, on three Penn or we are, like, right? Like, I forget our champ, but it was something about Penn State, we are, one of those. So. Oh, no, 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 In no. turn. It was attitude. 
attitude, but then it became we are like on six or something. Right. Yes, like one that. year, one year maybe. I forget, I forget. But you know, just he, he made you, you know, fall in love and his staff and everyone, you know. You just fall in love with the university. But yeah, my my first thing was like, you know, People play college basketball for a coach at, at the start, at, at the power five level, you know, at the like high major level. You don't play for a school for the most part. Like very rare do you see someone like Miles Dredd, like, man, Penn State. I grew up at Penn State. Like maybe your uncle went there or something like your dad. Man, I want to go. Very rare do you see that now. Like. So, you know, I was like, what, what's the best situation for me after that? I, I knew I wanted to try to play professional basketball after. So what would be the best situation for me to try and go, you know, follow my dream? And then, you know, when you're uh, going to be a senior plus a fifth year in the portal, it's valuable because college basketball age matters. Look at you guys last year. You guys were one of the oldest teams and you guys did damage. So. Yeah. Age definitely matters in college basketball. Taking a fifth year instead of taking a freshman who's 17 years old who, you know, doesn't know how to play college basketball yet. So, yeah, it was it was the Big Ten schools. I could could have joined my guy Jamari at Ohio State, but there's no doubt about it, Miles. I made the right decision coming to Penn State. It wasn't in me, man. It wasn't in. Like, cut me open, blue, just blue everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know, I don't, there's no love lost, you know. But no Jamarius, Jamarius' decision did hurt me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Still yeah, love him to this day, true. you yeah. know. So, being coming back to the to, to Penn State, right? Playing for Shrews, playing in the Big Ten again, right? How is playing in the Big Ten though under three, two, but? three different regimes. How has that helped you prepare for the professional basketball world? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the physicality, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I would say Europeans are very physical game. And, you know, I go from playing Edie and Hunter Dickinson, those guys, like, they, they can't match the level of, of physicality, like, at least in the league I was in in Europe. Those guys, man, they're just physical. So having that physicality and that, man, the level of play in the Big Ten is high, Miles. Like, you get athletes, you get, you know, great shooters. Like, how many people have we played against in the Big Ten are playing in the NBA at a very high level? Like, so... You know, it, it's a great league, and now, like, I know you love the Big Ten. I love the Big Ten, too, just watching. Now we, like, know the coaches from the past. So, now nah, it's it's a great league, and it definitely prepares you to, to make the jump. So, speaking of the Big Ten, you know, you know the Big Ten inside and out. Who was the – who was your favorite coach that you mm -hmm. played against? that may have said something to you, may not even been that much, but like in the handshake lines or before the game, like might have said, yeah. you like, hey, you know, that's a cool dude. Like who, who was your favorite coach in the Big Ten? I actually, when I, when I had my portal stint, I talked, I got the chance to talk to Pykel at Rutgers and I just loved, I loved him, man. He was so funny. Like, yeah. 
man, he was, and and what he did at Rutgers was incredible. Like, I, I, my favorite place to play is probably Rutgers. Like, just those fans, and the, man, they get after you. It's, it's typical East Coast, you know, style basketball and ground, ground game, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. nah, I definitely, I appreciate it. Appreciate Paco. What about you? My favorite coach is between two. Um, I love Paint, man. Paint's yeah, awesome. yeah, Paint's man. Like, sure. We, you know, some of the stuff he says during the game. <laughs> like he's just, he's just a funny dude. Like he's just real, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Even if his guys are messing up. He's like, man, what are these guys doing, Miles? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. like you know, it's between Paint sure. and then mm-hmm. and Izzo. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. growing up in Detroit, seeing Izzo, like, you think, everybody thinks of him as this, you know, crazy monster, you know, just yelling at kids, screaming guys down, but what people don't really pay attention to is how much he loves his guys. Like, he loves his guys up openly, doesn't care, like, he could have just screamed you down the last game, but then this game, you know, because you're receiving what he's saying and listening to him and taking heed, he's going to love you up because the guys that take heed are professional basketball players right now. The Draymond Green, the the Gary Harris's, the Jaron Jackson juniors, like those dudes are legit pros. Right. And growing up watching those guys, I'm like, man, like I feel like that would have been cool to just be a fly on the wall on a Michigan state practice one day. For sure. Yeah, I mean, he's had success doing what he's doing. He's been there for a while, so Long time. there's no doubt he's doing something right. Yeah. Is there a place, you said Rutgers is your favorite place to play. Is there a mm-hmm. place that you played that you were like, oh, we got to play there again? Least favorite. Yeah. Big Ten. Least favorite. I mean, oof, that's tough. I would go Mackey, like... Purdue, it's my it's like my second favorite, but it's like we gotta play there again. And their record at home is was like ninety and five or something when we were playing. Yeah, <laughs> like they've lost like five games there, so uh, it's tough. Now the yeah. Purdue the Purdue basketball family is unstoppable. That's a dynasty, man. Like. Like, knowing Grady, Grady Eifert, like, man, that is a dynasty they have. Shout out to Grady, man. Shout out to Grady Eifert. Yeah. We got to get him on another name right now. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Um, So. Yeah, I would say Mackey. Mackey. Okay. My my least favorite, least favorite is is probably Minnesota Mm, with with Nebraska coming up, coming up on a, on a, on a rear second. Because both of those yeah. places are surprisingly hard to play at. Both of them. Nebraska, for sure, bro. Nebraska is Nebraska. Yeah. And I said Minnesota first because I think you remember my freshman year, your sophomore year, we played Jordan Murphy. Mm. Jordan mm. Murphy. Yeah, Jordan Murphy. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was, was that guy. He was that right? guy. He had two points. And two rebounds at halftime. We are smashing them. We're killing them. We're like, oh, we got this in the bag. Yeah. He, he ends the game with 19 points and 21 rebounds. 
just dogging on everyone. He he missed his own shot, gets his own rebound, and dunks on Lamar Stevens, who you and I both know is not only just a big man, but yeah. a freak athlete. Yeah, he's yeah. Lamar is an elite rim protector. Like I always say that. He dunked on him as if he wasn't standing there, John. And that's when yeah. I knew. I said, oh. Because as I'm turning around to get the play call from Coach Chambers, he's maybe 25, 30 feet away from me. I can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> uh, I can't okay, hear him. Okay, I see, I see. For sure. I'm like, he's like, I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't hear you. I don't. So I just ran our secondary break because after that, he yelled at me. He's like, you gave him the wrong play. I'm like, I didn't know what you were saying, Coach. I couldn't hear you. So... I think Minnesota is probably my least favorite place to play. When they're when they're mm-hmm. rocking, that's that's a that's a hard uh, place to play. It's called the barn for a reason. I'm, I'm no guessing. doubt. No doubt. Last one, John. This is this is something because I've spent so much time with you, um, knowing you for such a long time, and have a great relationship with you. Like, I wanted to. I was curious, right? So, like, I wanted to know: is there one person? Right, teammate, coach, staff member that had the biggest who was that person that had the biggest impact on you as a basketball player or in your career and why? Mm. Man, this is this is such a tough one because as you know, through your career there's so many people. Like there's so many people. I mean I, I mentioned his name, but I, I'm just a Chambers guy, man. He was the first dude to tell me, like, try to be a professional. I'll never forget this, Miles. Your freshman year, my sophomore year, man, I stunk. Like, I was like, man, I just had no confidence. I couldn't do anything. Like, I, I was coming off the freshman year where I was, like, had the end of the NIT, and I was, like, getting my confidence. But then, man, just, you know. He, he told me this one quote, which I love, uh, and I'll tell people, because it really is, if you're in, in a rut, you got to look at what you do every day. He said that your habits, like, determine your, your, your happiness, your future. Your habits determine who you are. And, like, sophomore year is just, man, like, I got to look at what I'm doing every day. Is this helping me try to become a better person? Whether it's, like, a basketball player or, like, a son, uh, a boyfriend, whatever it is. So, I, man, I'll never forget that that meeting I had with him. We went to your spot, bro. Oh, what was that spot called? It was the breakfast spot far away in State College. The Naked Egg. The Naked Egg. Oh, we went to the we went to the Naked Egg. Right out to the Naked yeah. Egg. Big oh, time. the Naked Egg is so good, man. Oof. Man, that's what I miss. That's what yeah. I was just talking with my girlfriend, you know, Grayson, and she was like, what, like, what are you missing? I was like, I'm missing Waffle Shop right now. <laughs> I go for them chocolate chip pancakes any day. What, what's your, you're, you're an S3 guy? Get an S3? <laughs> Bro, how lucky were we, Miles? We got that every pre-game meal, right? Every pre-game meal. And then a lot of times after Friday morning workouts, too. Ooh, man, that was hitting, bro. That was hitting. Back back to, sorry, I got sidetracked. It's (laughs) breakfast time. It's breakfast time in in Japan right now. But, 
Yeah, for sure. I would say, you know, that one meeting and then just looking at, you know, cause you, you make habits like, like without knowing them, you know? So you really, if you really look at what you're doing, you know, when you wake up or when you're going to bed, like that over time, that will have an impact on you. And then he told me, he's like, you know, when you're out there, think of yourself as a professional basketball player. Like, you got to try, and if that's what you want, then that's what you want, and, and act like it. So, that's, but, man, there's so many people. Like, it, it's hard to say, but I, I would pick him for sure. I'm interested in your your answer to this, Miles. That was my next point. The reason I asked you that question, John, is because you are the person, the single person that has had wow. the biggest impact on me as a person, as a basketball player, as a professional, um, your work ethic and how you carried yourself to the public and who you were did a lot for me. That's one of the main reasons that you're the first guest on this show because without John Hara, there is no Miles Dredd. There is no Miles Dredd winning Mr. Penn State. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee there's no NCAA tournament run without John Hara. Like you, you are my heart, bro. <laughs> you are one of the greatest people I've ever met, and I wanted to appreciate you and let you know, man. let the world know how much I appreciate you. So thank you, man. My God, Miles, that means a lot, bro. I, I felt that one. I felt yeah. that one for sure. Nah, you know, you know, bro. Whatever you need, man, I'm here for you, Miles. I'm here too. Nah, that. that means a lot, bro. Appreciate yeah. you. So. That's, that's that's it for our first episode. Uh, I want to thank you guys. It's going to be a fun journey. Can't wait to film some more with you guys. Um, go ahead and follow us on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, everywhere. And um, look forward to seeing you guys next week. This is Miles Dre with the Heat Check. I'll see you guys soon. What's up, everybody? Hope you enjoyed this episode of The Heat Check. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe so we can continue to have big-time guests and create great content for you guys. And if you haven't yet, check us out on social media in the links below. Really appreciate you guys' support. We'll see you next week.